Welcome back to PR After Hours. I'm your host, Alex Greenwood, bringing you your weekly cocktail of PR and marketing tips that will help you and your business. We'll continue our interview right after this message. LinkedIn is touted as the world's largest professional network with 706 plus million users in more than 200 countries and territories worldwide. But you know what? It seems to me, a lot of people I deal with, a lot of clients in particular, that LinkedIn is still a bit of a mystery or maybe they don't really understand it or is it just kind of a a place to put your resume? And it's so much more than that. And that's why we're very, very excited to have Scott Aaron with us today. He is probably the guy who knows more about LinkedIn than anybody else I've ever even heard of. He's written several books about it. He's an internationally acclaimed and award-winning network marketer, author, podcaster, and speaker. He's the go-to guy when it comes to converting traffic, establishing connections, creating residual income using LinkedIn leads generation and building personal brands. We're going to let Scott tell us all about the power of LinkedIn today here in the virtual lounge. Scott, welcome. Alex, thank you for, uh, for having me and just grateful to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Well, let's jump right in. Maybe we could have just uh, kind of attack that misconception about LinkedIn because it's still out there, no? Well, 100%. You know, I do a lot of uh, discovery calls every week on LinkedIn because that, that's my business. And people still think it's like monster.com where they post a resume and, and it's for job seekers or recruiters. Now, there, there are subsidiaries within LinkedIn that are absolutely for job seekers and recruiters. That's why they created LinkedIn Recruiter. That's why they created Sales Navigator. So LinkedIn from a foundational standpoint, when Microsoft bought them out about five years ago, it changed the entire platform because they wanted it to be more number one, user-friendly. Number two, not just for job seekers and recruiters. And number three, they wanted it to be the hub of all social media for content creators. And 94% of content creators are distributing their content every single week now on LinkedIn. I'm one of them. I have found that to be the way to cut through all the clutter and get right to the people I want to do business with. I put it on LinkedIn. Um, I'll admit, I don't go too crazy with things that are not real businessy you know, with that content. But every now and I step out and I find that it's kind of a nice, kind of a nice little strategy every now and then, or tactic at least every now and then to do something that's a little off to the side of what you'd expect. And that seems to uh, bear some fruit. Scott, you've written three or is it four books now about LinkedIn? I've, I've written four total books. Um, I just actually today, as we're recording <laughs> this, just released my, my second book on LinkedIn. Holy cow. But see, that's the thing, folks, right there. He's written this many books about LinkedIn. That's got to tell you, it's way more than just a, you know, an online resume or a monster.com situation. Well, let's talk about the power of LinkedIn. Uh, you know, um, I'm sure a lot of folks who are on LinkedIn hear from folks like yourself who are specialists in lead gen and you use LinkedIn to that advantage. Can you just kind of give us a little insight into why people should consider using LinkedIn in that way? Well, if, if you're in business and that business revolves around a product, a good, a service, a monetary exchange that is based off of creating and establishing a connection with another human being, and you're not using LinkedIn, 
right now with the temperature of social media, you are at a severe disadvantage. Everyone thinks the money is in Facebook ads or Instagram ads or Facebook and Instagram as itself. LinkedIn is a goldmine if you learn how to use your pick and ax correctly. And that's what it's about. It's about chipping away. Everyone is looking for uh, the, the quickest way to get a sale. And I always tell people, whenever you shift from the mentality of pitching and selling to the mentality of connecting and leaving those around you better, mm -hmm. you will close more sales that you can ever imagine. And now I sell without selling because right. I don't have to, because I've established my authoritative credibility. I've established the trust with my network where, again, there's a lot of people out there that quote unquote teach LinkedIn and that's it's fine. Yeah. You know, everyone to each their own. And everyone always says to me, well, Scott, what makes you different? I said, well, everything. And they said, well, what is that? I said, me, <laughs> I'm the difference maker. So what, what people need to understand is why what I teach works so well, Alex, is because I practice what I preach. What you, are, what you will read in my two books, what people get when they take my, my done for you program or my done with you system, all you're doing is learning what I do every single day to build my business. And, and I think that's the big difference. There's a lot of people that quote unquote teach LinkedIn that are just, you, you do this and you do that. And they're not practicing what they're preaching. Right. They're, 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 they, they messed around on the platform and they saw something that worked and you're like, I'm going to charge some people for it. So I'm also a big ROI person. Yeah. So for me, if, if the ROI isn't there, yeah. you shouldn't invest in it. And I know full heartedly and wholeheartedly that when someone invests in any of my programs, the ROI is through the roof because all it takes is getting a few of those sales or those connections or those conversations required. And it doesn't even need to be a monetary exchange. It could be an introduction. You know, I ended up getting an in with Fidelity Bank because of a connection of someone that I worked with on LinkedIn that introduced me to the right person. And I've booked about six speaking gigs since then. Holy so cow. We're, Alex, we're always one connection away. And I think that's the misunderstanding is that people, they're not leveraging it the right way. They're treating it like Facebook. They're treating it like Instagram. And you know what's driving me nuts? Oh God, it, like, it, was, it was such a cringe moment. I went on yesterday and I saw someone take their TikTok video and post it on, on, on LinkedIn. So people want to know why social media platforms end up going in the toilet. It's, it's people like that. It's people that are misusing the platforms the wrong way. And when you understand exactly what this platform has always been meant for, which is connecting and not selling, it's right. going to keep this a very safe and special place. You know, I almost hear um, inbound marketing technique here, though, because that you're not selling with inbound. You're providing uh, content that helps people as uh, well, ostensibly it should. I know that's not exactly what you're saying, but I, I'm hearing that as a marketer and as a PR guy. I'm hearing that a lot here. Is that is that a fair, uh, equitable thing to say? 100% inbound marketing, because again, when you are marketing yourself, your services, your business, I call it a push-pull method. You know, the, the push is is you 
you know, warmly reaching out to people that you, you choose to reach out to that you see fit as a good connection, collaborator, whatever it is. The poll is you providing such value added content. So if you think about an email sequence, which in all honesty, I'm changing my whole dynamic of an email sequence because as people know, the more emails you have in the sequence, the lower the open rate is. And that's why people aren't creating sales. You're going to have the best opportunity to create a sale in an email sequence within the first one to three emails. If you've got six or seven steps, you're going to lose people. And uh. you, can, you can look at those analytics. So if you treat LinkedIn the same way, where you're providing value-added content, you're educating and informing, you are top of mind, you are visible, you are consistent every single day on the platform, that inbound marketing tactic, which is very genuine, it's authentic, it's real, but most importantly, it's native to the platform. Do not use any automated software to connect people for you, to message people for you. LinkedIn picks up on it like that, and you may get some traction. I had a guy say to me, you know, I've sent out 952 messages and it's led to 36 phone calls, which is less than 4%. That is horrendous. If you're sending 950 messages, you should at least, at least get a 15 to 25% return rate for phone calls. My gosh, you said over 900? Yeah, he's, he told me he sent over 900 emails. Oh my gosh. You know, you know on LinkedIn messages. Right. And only 36 people responded that they wanted to talk. And, and that, so you have to understand what, what people don't get is you need to take a, a look mm. at everything that you're doing on social media. So I always do a weekend wrap up. I go back, I look at some of the posts, the articles, the videos I've done, you know, what did people engage most with? Yeah. Because your social media, like LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you're on, the platforms will tell you what's working. Right. And they will absolutely tell you what's not working. If you're seeing crickets with a particular post, it doesn't mean it's not being seen. It's just not being resonated with. So you're, you're, you, you constantly have to do temperature checks with your network. You know, I, I posted something last week and it was a, a, it was a picture and it was a quote tile and it said, ask whole someone who constantly asks for advice, but continues to do the exact opposite of what you tell them. <laughs> so that, that, that was, the, that was the, the, the post. And then above it, I said, anyone else experience this? And it, it's gotten viewed by almost 5,000 people, a ton of people engaged with it. It's still getting engagement nine days after it's been posted. So now I know that there's people resonate with that. They're frustrated because they're giving people advice, but yet those people are doing the opposite of what they're saying. So it's finding out a point of connection between you and your viewers and your listeners so you can start to build content around things that they actually want to hear, not what you want to say. Scott, and I, don't, I know you're too high level for me to ask really rudimentary questions about LinkedIn, but could I just ask you one, just one, please? Absolutely. If there's, if there's one thing about your profile, let's talk about your profile, and then after that, I want to jump right into your system. I want to talk yes. about that. But what is the one thing on profiles that is easy to fix that most people are doing wrong? So the, the three basic things that I always tell people is to have a proper headshot, not, not neck and cleavage shot, um, a proper headshot. Right. Um, the second thing along with your headshot is having a background banner that you can create on Canva. 
um, that basically highlights what you do. And if anyone goes to my profile on LinkedIn, you'll see it'll say Scott Aaron, lead generation specialist, author, speaker, coach. So it's you need a branded background tile, and that's what LinkedIn wants. The other thing along the side of that is you can create a custom URL for LinkedIn. So if you edit your profile and it'll it'll give you what your temporary URL is. So for mine, it, you know, it's it's LinkedIn.com backslash IN backslash Scott Aaron Coach. That's so the Scott Aaron Coach is I actually uh, created that myself. So you can type in whatever you want. You get rewarded when you have your own um, unique and special custom URL. The third and final thing is making sure that in the headline underneath your profile picture. You don't write, I help people scale their businesses from six to seven figures. I'm a marketing specialist that helps you do this, that. It's, it's, you have to understand, when Microsoft bought them out, they keyworded everything. Yeah. So, yeah. so just as an example, Alex, I'm going to use you as an example. So oh, boy. Here we go. If, if we're talking about you know, marketing, we're talking about PR. So I would put something like, you know, marketing specialist, digital marketing specialist, uh, PR agent, PR specialist, public relations, um, social media marketing. So having that, that constant keyword coming up over and over, and you were only allowed at one point 120 characters, but right, now they've, yeah. they've, they've upped it to 200. So oh. you can have multiple things listed in that headline, which again, if it's keyworded, it's just like you grabbing your phone and hopping on Google and saying, you know, I really want sushi tonight, sushi near me. And the, the sushi restaurant that has the best keyworded website, guess who's going to pop up first? That person. So right. LinkedIn's the same thing. If you go on to Google and you just type in Scott Aaron, one of the first thing that's going to pop up is my LinkedIn profile because it is optimized the right way. Right. So your LinkedIn profile talks to Google, it talks to Yahoo, and it talks to Bing. So you and, and I have a free download on my website, not to plug, but if you oh, go please. to Scott Aaron, if you go to scottaaron.net, you click on free infographic, you type in your email, I email you six steps to properly optimizing and beginning to have your profile more visible on LinkedIn. Wonderful. That's fantastic. Yeah. And we're going to have links in the show notes to uh, all of his, uh, Scott's, uh, his website and his social stuff like that. Okay. That, that is so helpful. By the way, you'll be happy to know, I do need to tweak my, uh, my header, but I do have a Canva background Good. and I do have a decent headshot. I look a little like Mr. Rogers, but it'll do. Um, <laughs> but I tell people all the time, it's like, yeah, like you said though, the pictures, I mean, you know, I, it's kind of a joke I have now, but I had a guy in one of my classes and I'm not a huge LinkedIn expert, but he did ask the question. And he said, so I said, well, let me see your let me see your profile. Well, he had a tuxedo on. I said, well, unless you're a magician or a maitre d', I don't think you should be wearing a tuxedo. But every guy looks what? Looks their best in a tux probably, right? right. So that's why he did it. And I, was, and I teased him a little, moved on. But, that's funny. But that's okay. Let's, okay. In the time we have left, Scott, tell us how you help people maximize. Are there some tips or is there something that it's in your program that people can come find you and work on or just whatever you want to tell us about what you do to make things more successful? So, yeah, I mean, obviously my programs can help anybody, um, the books as well. And, but I'll go over the four, the four specific layers of LinkedIn. So the first layer is optimizing your profile, which we just touched on, because if, if you're having more people view your profile and you're having yourself appear in more searches, then you know it's optimized. And the way that you'll know that it's optimized is on your profile, it has something called your dashboard. And on your dashboard, it has three separate stats. 
Um, how many people have viewed your profile? How many people viewed your last post? And how many searches you've appeared in? If all of those numbers are relatively low, you're invisible. So really making sure that you have every section filled out properly on LinkedIn, making sure that you have um, a call to action in your about me section where they can contact you at a website. That's really, really big, not selling. Just say, if you want to connect with me, here's where you can connect with me. Having your experience section filled out, not like a resume, but like an introduction to who you are and why you do what you do. Right. Having your education filled out, your licenses and certifications, your volunteer experience, having all 50 possible skills and endorsements listed, getting personal recommendations, uh, highlighting your awards or courses that you've taken. So all of those things help with the SEO of your profile. The second layer is building your optimal network. So when you know, and this is a question that I ask all my clients, who is most likely to purchase your product, good or your service? And when they answer that question, I say, okay, there you go. That's your avatar. You should be building your network around the optimal person that is most likely to purchase something from you, work with you, or network with you. So just to give you an example where I am now in my business, the, the people that I seek to connect with are other people that are in marketing, other people that are in sales, coaching, speaking, writers, network marketers, financial services, insurance. So I build my network around people that I'm going to have a lot, a lot of relatability to and with when I do get on a call with them. So you're allowed 30,000 connections on LinkedIn. I went from about 500, almost 28,000 in the last three and a half years strategically. Wow. I, don't, I don't waste a connection. If I don't see value of what I could provide you and what you can provide me, I'm not going to accept your connection. It's no offense. Um, but number two, if you try to sell me and pitch me, you know, in the note section of sending me a connection request, that is a one-way ticket to me denying that. Yeah. So making sure that you really build the, the lookalike network that you are going to have the most relatability to and with without ever speaking to them on the phone. The third layer is messaging. This is where the wheels typically fall off because people send these 18 paragraph drunkologues of trying to sell people and pitch people. <laughs> right. So I, I created something called the magic formula, which is a three-step process to crafting and creating your own message. And the first step is mentioning the person's name. I know that sounds very, very simple, but it's true. You know, hey, Alex, great to connect with you. The second is I call it lowering the drawbridge. So you need to make sure that you state the reason why you're reaching out without selling or pitching and creating a connecting point. I noticed that you had a marketing background, as do I, would love to hear about what you're doing, share more about what I'm doing to see how we can support each other here on the platform. So I've done two things. Number one, I've lowered the drawbridge. So he now knows that we're both in marketing and that's why I'm reaching out. But number two, I used one of the most important words in the English language. And that word is support. When people read the word support, it actually, this has been scientifically proven, it triggers a chemical release of something called oxytocin, which is our feel-good brain chemical, just like serotonin, endorphins, dopamine, or cortisol. So the, the person is feeling good as they're reading this message. The third and final part is wrapping it up with a call to action, a CTA. You have to ask questions in order to get answers. If you make a statement, it's going to lead you to nowhere. So you have to ASK to GET. You have to ask in order to get, and I would simply finish with, do you have any time this week or next week for a call or Zoom? It's that simple. 
the fourth and final layer, which is the cherry on top, which is content creation. So I don't care what you guys decide to do. Always make sure you produce one piece of content at least four to five times a week. You don't have to do it every day. Some people's, I, I do it six days a week. I take, that's Sunday's my day of rest, quote unquote. So I don't do anything on Sunday as far as posting on LinkedIn. Monday through Saturday, I do. I have a whole schedule. But if you're going to produce content, I don't care if it's video. I don't care if it's posts. I don't care if it's articles. Just as long as you're putting one piece of content a day, four to six times, four to five times, whatever's good for you, make sure it does one of two things. It educates and it informs. Do not sell or pitch. Educate your audience. Bring them closer to you. The best way to grow a business is to build the know, like, and trust with people that don't know you, don't like you, and don't trust you. And the way that you build that up is to give value. Give more without expecting anything back in return. So giving them tangible tips. I did a video yesterday on LinkedIn about um, everyone is seeking perfection. And I, and I basically said perfection doesn't exist. Stop living your life through the filters of social media and start showing up as your true, genuine, authentic self because that vulnerability will grow your business automatically. So it's, it's giving people those, those rays of hope, those tangible things that they can apply to anything that they're doing. That's how you build that content-driven voice that, again, is going to bring people closer to you instead of pushing them further away. So I call that the layer cake of LinkedIn. And that's uh, at a very low, mid or high level, however you want to kind of look at it. Uh, the basic way of understanding how powerful LinkedIn is, because if one of those layers is removed, that cake will topple over. Man, that's, you've obviously talked about this before, I would imagine. <laughs> a couple times, a couple times. <laughs> Quick question then before, before we let you go, because this has been fantastic, but you didn't mention getting into groups. Do you recommend that? Is that viable or is that a waste of time? It, it is viable. Now, you know, you can't really control how the moderators are. Um, some moderators have to approve every post. Now, if you're going to go into a group and sell and pitch, don't waste your time. It's, right. you're, you're, you're not going to create stuff that way. You want to join a group that where there's high activity, um, there's high response, there's high engagement. And again, leading with value. If you go into a group, and this is what I do once a week, I'll choose one of the groups that I'm in and I'll provide a value added piece of content. Now, people will do one of two things. Number one, they'll engage with that post, which starts to build that know, like, and trust, or they'll do one better. They'll say, you know what? I really liked Alex's little tip right there. And they'll click on your profile. And guess what? They're going to hit that connect button. Right. So it's a way to extract people out of a group that you're in and bring them into your warm market in your network. So if someone is going to use groups, you don't need to be in a ton. I usually, I'm active in about three to five groups um, you know, in total. I used to think that the quantity was better, but quality is much better than quantity. So I'll go in once a week, pick one of the three to five groups I'm in share a really, really good tangible takeaway or post. And then eventually people will start coming into my network from that. Fantastic. Because I, I was starting to wonder if I was foolish because I, I'm like you, I just don't, I don't, well, one, I don't think I have the time to get involved in a lot of groups. And two, I don't like being sold to. And a lot of folks in these groups tend to not catch that part of it. Um, yeah, Scott, Aaron, this is, you, you could go on for hours, I know, with the stuff you know. So I think the best way people can get hours of benefit out of Scott is to go to scottaaron.net. Also, are there links on there to get your, your books? 
Punk so stuff. the 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 new um, the new book link will be on the website shortly, but links to my other two best-selling books are on there. But honestly, if you guys just go to amazon.com and you just type in my name, Scott Aaron, uh, you will see the three publications that I have out there because the new book literally went live at seven o'clock this morning. So my, my team is still in the process of actually putting it on the website. Well, I'm going to make it that much easier for you. I'm going to put a link to Amazon as well for Scott's stuff. He has been so generous with his time. Scott, last thing, anything else as we, as we say farewell here in the virtual lounge? Yeah, well, number one, thank you so much again for having me. But, but number two, what I want you guys to, to realize, um, just remember this, whether you're in marketing, you're in PR, whatever you're doing, uh, you're, you're here to impact people. And you're, you're here to help people create more income for their businesses. But at the end of the day, and this is something that I, I heard, um, I interviewed a gentleman by the name of Cody Shewin. He wrote a great book called Your Everyday Legacy. And he said to me, you know, he asked me a question. He goes, how do you want to be remembered? And that was a very powerful question to be asked. And the deep-rooted aspect of that is through a story that he heard where a son who was asking his dying father, you know, what's the best piece of advice that that you can give me. And the father said, you know, shortly before he passed away, he says, don't wait before you're gone for your legacy to be felt. Leave your legacy while you're still living. So when I always come back to that, and I, I, I challenge all of you that are listening to this to do the same thing. When you know how you want to be remembered, you will start showing up differently right away. Author, speaker, coach, and all around LinkedIn expert, Scott Aaron. Thanks again for being here. We learned a lot and I look forward to learning a lot more by following you on social media and getting your books. Thanks so much, Scott. Thank you, Alex. Oh, you know what that means? Looks like it's last call here at your virtual lounge for PR news views and interviews. Don't forget, you can ask me a question anytime. You can do it through our Twitter account, which is at ours PR or even better, you can send me a message vocally. I would love to hear your voice, and I'll answer it on the show. There's a link in the show notes. All you have to do is sign up through Anchor FM. It's free, doesn't take long, and you record your message. I get the message. I will play your audio. Just give me your first name and the city you live in, and then I will answer the question to the best of my ability right here on the show. Don't forget to, if you're enjoying this podcast, you can support it and help increase the frequency and value of the show. Just consider being a sponsor for your brand or your agency or just yourself because you're like, I like this show. Or just drop a few coins in the virtual tip jar. Either way, there's links in the show notes. Please check that out. All of that, of course, being in the show notes where you're listening right now or at PRAfterHours.com. I see that they're turning up the lights. Last call is over and I've got to clean up this virtual lounge. And until next time, I'm Alex Greenwood and you've been listening to PR After Hours on Anchor FM.